Hello, I hope you're doing well. My gosh, was last week's episode on burnout a popular one? I tell you, there is something in the water, obviously, at this weird kind of new season, but also end of just a... No, it's not even the end, is it? It's not even the end, like, of a really weird 2020. And, you know, I was going to say the end. I mean, end of, like, COVID lockdown life, but I mean who knows, I don't want to, you know, take us there, but in the way things are going, we might, uh, you know, be with it for a while. But, um, and it wasn't even the end of 2020 either, is it? We got a good chunky few months left to go as well. But it just really showed me that maybe actually, you know, we're all feeling a bit burnt out and that there is this scale and spectrum of what burnout can mean to us and how we associate ourselves with it. You know, whether we think of it as having to be like fully burnt out, reaching point of like, can't carry on, need to take a break, need to rest and restore. Or it could just be that we're a bit brain tired from something because we've been sprinting through a big project and we want to take a break. And that's what I want to talk about in today's podcast episode. I want to riff with you on when is it time to take a break and how do we know it's time to take a break? And not just the traditional sense of a break, as in going away, going on holiday that now feels so 2019. But that real sense of pausing, punctuating and closing one chapter to start with intention, a new chapter. And actually almost, you know, to add more cliches into the mix, that sense of emerging into a new up-leveled version of ourselves. That's what I want to talk about when it comes to taking breaks because to kind of give this away now, I'm going to take a bit of a break. I'm going to take a break from the podcast. So after this episode, it will be the last one for a while, not the last one ever, but just the last one for a few weeks. I'm going to take a break for the rest of September and then I'll be back in October and I'll tell you why in a second. But also I'm going to take a break next week. I'm going to just take time And I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going on a holiday. You know, I think high risk life, um, not not the adventurous kind, the shielding kind means that that's a little bit tricky and it's all a little bit last minute. But I just really noticed in myself that I'm craving a moment or two to do what I'm calling an alignment audit, to reflect, to absorb and then continue with intention and to really choose that intention because I've definitely noticed in myself over the last really few months I guess but then even it could you know stretch past longer than that to go even back to the last three years since starting the business that I now run there has been so much iteration there has been so much essence of go 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 to be building the thing you know and when you are starting a business There is that, like with anything, when you're starting a new job, when you're starting a new project, I feel like there's always this sense that we're never there. We're never yet at the point where we can take a break. There's always something else that we can be doing, should be doing, think we want to be doing, because we have this kind of inner drive that also not only powers us, but on the dark side of that, has this sense that we can feel like we're never doing enough you know, even next week now, thinking about taking a break, and by this I literally mean taking like Monday and 
half a day Tuesday, most of Wednesday, and then I get my my treatment, my superwoman juice on Friday. So I always like to carve that one out for a bit of a, a bit of a break and a bit of you know treat time after having a good old bit of a superwoman juice pumped into these old veins. And so that for me feels perfect. That sense of it not having to be like saving ourselves up to have a break in the traditional sense, but instead being able to have these moments, these pockets of pause where we can really say to ourselves, actually, I'm just going to step back a little bit. I'm going to observe things from a different perspective so I can move forward with intention. And that's what I wanted to talk about today and kind of invite you to think about as I share with you why I'm craving that, not only because, you know, as a global collective, we've been living through something that I think has, you know, sparked more thinking and awareness and anxiety than we've ever potentially experienced in terms of just, you know, having to think through, like not being able to hug that person or not being able to touch that thing. Um, I did actually have someone approach me for a hug the other day, and I think they could quite quickly see in my face that um, I wasn't having any of it. Uh, But, you know, I've never had to think about that before. I've never had to like pause and think whether I can actually hug that person, you know, unless they're a complete stranger and they've absolutely come out of nowhere. I'm absolutely kidding there. But anyway, um, you know, that kind of sense of when can we take breaks? And if, if it isn't a traditional break, but instead a pocket to pause, what can they look like? Why would we want them? And when is the time to take them? So I'm thinking about this and I've kind of been craving this sense of break because to me, I feel like as much as I absolutely love what I do, there has been a lot of change in lockdown. So it is not a need for wanting a break because I'm not enjoying it, which I think we often fear that means, don't we? Like, oh gosh, I can't be seen that I want to take a break because does that mean I don't enjoy what I do you know we feel guilty to actually say you know what I want a bit of time I want half a day I want a week I want a fortnight I want a bloody month you know whatever it is we feel guilty if we feel we need a break but what if we want a break and that break being a break in pattern our breaks from how we have been doing things for periods of time for seasons and I'm very much thinking about seasons at the moment because I've been having a conversation with a lovely friend of mine about new seasons and what does it mean how do we kind of mark them and how do we make sure that it is a new season rather than just you know classic new year mindset where it's like right back to school vibes for September but then a week later and I've completely forgotten those vibes how do we really maintain a new season. And this is why what I'm calling this kind of break, I'm doing it with the intention of alignment. Because I think when we have a new season, which could be any time we choose, it doesn't have to be like September, you know, back to school vibes. It doesn't have to be when you start a new job or start a new project or pivot in your business or start a new business. It can be whenever we choose. And for me, I feel like there's kind of steps to it. And if I look back on seasons that I've started and chapters that I've closed, poetic, then I feel like there's a few steps that stand out to me. The first one being that we have to almost reflect on it, don't we? We have to reflect 
on what has happened, what has either catalyzed the change, caused the change, or happened in us to choose to create that change. And that can either be something that happens kind of to us, I guess. Like if I think about my diagnosis, that was something I did not see happening, but it definitely now, looking back, you know, is a moment in time where it started a new season for me, a new identity, if you will. And I think that's part of this is that with seasons and with times of change and when we choose to say, right, like I've iterated on myself and now I'm going to like evolve to this higher version of me or this, you know, we're going to step up into this new level, which I think in the working world can very much feel like it's when we get promotions and kind of step our way up in responsibility and, you know, stepping into our power and our confidence as leaders. But even when I think of this for myself, it's been taking ownership of my business, you know, taking ownership of my vision allowing myself to actually acknowledge how big it is and then act in alignment, there it is again, that word, with that vision and with that change, that sense of new season. So the first step is really that reflection, isn't it? That acknowledging that this is a moment, a pivotal moment where we step it up. You know, we kind of, if we imagine it's like an upward trajectory, it's one of those pivotal moments It's an inflection point, you know, a moment of change that we're marking and that we can choose to mark. And I think that reflection is really so that we actually can then, in my mind, step two, absorb, you know, acknowledge and absorb the change. Because I think as well, part of the reason why we can so often feel we're chasing our tails when it comes to evolving who we are, stepping into the identity, stepping into who we want to be even more, it can feel like we're chasing our tails if we haven't really embedded the change and embedded the new data that we have. So as an example of this, I mean, it's not it's not the happiest version, but let's just go with my diagnosis. When that data came in, you know, that created an absolute like pivotal moment of change for me. I couldn't have just carried on as normal, right? I was fundamentally changed. Like at the identity level, it completely changed me. It changed my perspective on life. It changed what I care about, what I'm focused on. It changed my sense of purpose and path. Like it basically completely rebuilt my foundation. But first it had to kind of smash it open. And so that smashing it open was really that moment of change Then I had to reflect on that and think, whoa, something's just happened here. My foundation has been smashed. Then absorb, like acknowledge and absorb, rather than trying to just continue on with a smashed to pieces foundation, to acknowledge and absorb what had happened, I could piece by piece kind of rebuild that foundation and stand firm in the change. And so I think after we've reflected to kind of get that shift in perspective, zoomed out to reflect in. And we've then acknowledged and absorbed the change into our sense of being, like embedding new roots into our soil, right? Being able to actually say, no, this thing has happened. Maybe it's, you know, and I I say this knowing I'm referencing my diagnosis, but the same is true for me now. Hence why I'm taking this break for the alignment audit, because my roots have shifted in lockdown. And I feel like I have this kind of like whiplash, like lockdown whiplash. Basically in lockdown, my business has 
pivoted. I, that sounds like it's out of my control. I have pivoted my business to be focused on, if you're a a regular listener of this podcast, you will know two online courses and to start that with the Unleash Your Extraordinary course. But that to me will be the first of many, like that is the direction that I now know I want to go in. And again, if you've been a regular listener of this podcast, firstly, thank you for being here. You'll also know there's been iterations and evolutions of even my identity in this podcast, you know, with it starting out as Unleashed with Jess Ratcliffe, then the Unleash Your Extraordinary podcast, ultimately landing on the Ideas Coach podcast. But even that, even the Ideas Coach, which now feels like it fits like an absolute kind of perfectly fitted jumper, which I am actually wearing right now. It's a little little yellow one. Not a little one because that wouldn't fit me, but sort of, you know, medium-sized yellow jumper. And doesn't it make sense that our identities are evolving all the time and we have to create these pockets of pores where we can actually absorb them in? Because otherwise, that's why maybe we hold on to narratives of who we feel we are or who we feel we should be from so long ago. You know, those kind of things that we don't dare to do because our friends might be like, hang on, you're not, you don't, what? And, you know, and unless we kind of pause and acknowledge that shift in ourselves to then take ownership of it, which step three is ownership, commitment to choose that change. Because when change happens, whether it is called for, like the changes I've made to my business through lockdown, or not really called for, like my diagnosis, either way, we have the choice of how we proceed. And when I say alignment as well, I think it's these individual threads, these kind of loose thoughts and units that we have that can float around and feel overwhelming and leave us feeling foggy unless we really take that time to gather them and in that ownership also choose what we will and will not say yes to going forward what feels in alignment with the direction that we are now heading with that sense of new season and sense of change that we are choosing the forward direction that we are choosing and then to really look at all areas hence why I'm going to call it an audit for me it's largely business driven I'm going to look at the purpose of every element and number one ask is it still aligned with the vision how do I tweak it how do I change it how do I turn it up a notch and if it isn't aligned to release it to be cool with that to let that part go to not put effort or energy over there but instead put that effort and energy over here that is in that if you if only you could see my hand gestures in that forward momentum direction towards the vision rather than kind of separate you know different branches that separate us and our energy away from it to then be able to feel that sense of consolidation and really channeling ourselves and how we want to spend our time and our energy in the best direction in the direction that fulfills us and moves us forward rather than leaves us feeling compromised or uncertain or like we're spreading ourselves too thin, however it might feel for you. And so maybe you're feeling the same. Maybe you're feeling a bit of that lockdown whiplash too, you know, where it's almost so much has happened, so much has changed and your perspective 
in what your focus is on what you want from life, what you want from your career. And you're almost wait. you want something to kind of create that sense of pause so that you can catch up. You know, it's almost like you're waiting for another part of you to catch up and be in that full alignment to come together and know that now as one thing, I mean, this sounds a bit weird, but you know, as a kind of aligned self, you now not only feel clear on your vision, but you're taking ownership of it because you've reflected on what's changed for you over lockdown, what you want to change going forward. You've acknowledged and absorbed those changes so that they've become embedded into the root of how you stand and in who you are. And then ownership, taking ownership of, yes, I am now with this awareness of where I want to go, the life I want to build, this is where I'm going to point my energy. This is what I'm saying yes to. This is what I'm letting go of. And this is who I'm going to be going forward to make this happen and to align myself with my vision and to feel in alignment. Because we know when we don't, don't we? We feel scattered. We feel spread too thin. And instead, actually, if to allow yourself to catch up, to consolidate, is to create that moment of pause and that break you know, it could be a Sunday afternoon, just an activity to create that sense of pause and conduct your alignment audit. So wish me luck. I'm going to see how it goes. Of course, I'll report back when I'm back in October. And I look forward to being back. In the meantime, if you want to reach me, you can find me at jess at theideascoach.com for a little cheeky email or at theideascoach on Instagram. I'm not posting too much at the moment. That might change. But I'm still there, still checking in on the DMs. And so if you want to say hello or share what you're experiencing, if you've had any lockdown whiplash too, and if you're craving a bit of an alignment audit or have any questions or curiosities about it, I would love to hear from you. So I typically say, uh, well, I guess I still say I see you next time, don't I? Which I will, but it will just be October. So have a brilliant rest of September and I'll see you next time.